Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. She didn't blush, and she wasn't laughing. Sixty-three this year. I'll be sixty-three. I indicated the macadam behind me. You drive in from Red Bluff? Yes, I'm still swaying. That's some twisty road. I looked west, toward the higher turns through the pass. Some of it I'd driven yesterday, the S-curves dusted with snow. Yeah, There's two more hours of mountain road before you hit the Pacific Coast Highway. I waved to Bert, visible just behind her in the big window of his grocery store. He had called to summon me down. There's a gal here looking for you. She glanced back at him. Your friend volunteered that he had a weapons permit, his wife also. I nodded. Yep, most everyone here carries. Not many citizens bother with permits. She squinted against the winter sun. Why all the weaponry? The nearest law is in Weaver, two hours away. Takes them a day to get here when they come, which is why Bert's wife has her pistol out when she takes the night receipts to her car. They make their permits and weapons known to everyone, especially strangers. The neighborhood's that dicey, she said. It's isolated. Looks so idyllic. There are temptations. She took in the tiny post office and Bert's grocery store and bar, the two connected through a common wall. I hadn't noticed, she said. The sign coming into town put the population at twenty-five. Sounds about right. Not a lot of nightlife in Creek, I take it. Bert's bar is it. The temptation's up on the ridges. The hills are full of marijuana farmers, if they're not cooking meth. She scanned the voluptuous green slopes and pine groves all around us. They grow the dope in small patches, I said. Can't be spotted so easily from the air. Reduces losses if a field gets busted. They've got armed illegals guarding them. Should I worry? It gets a little rowdy some nights at Bert's. I pointed to the unlit neon sign in the saloon window behind her. Otherwise, they're respectful neighbors. Your wagon full of firearms, too? She looked over at my Bronco, probably scanning for a gun rack. No, I haven't kept company with a weapon in a long while, so I have to be especially polite. A momentary silence fell between us. I was forgetting how to have a conversation. How did you come to settle here, Mr. Ryder? She said, her tone light, like we had just met at a cocktail party. She was pretending interest in my life to keep me talking, coaxing the reluctant witness. Came for a month years ago, I said. Never left. A pal from the service asked for help building his house a few towns over. He had a crop dusting business, spraying walnut and almond trees from a helicopter. The signature sound of your generation, she said. What? Those blades beating the air. Oh, yeah. I suppose. The day was bright and crisp. A cloud and its shadow passed, and the air turned colder beneath it. About my father. She put a gloved hand on her rented car and leaned a hip against the rocker panel. You're the thirteenth member of the advisory team I found. If she was just running through the roster, I could pass her along, fast. Guess I was next on the list. Not exactly. The last couple of men I spoke to wanted to know if I'd seen you yet, so I moved you up. I was tempted to ask who, but suppressed the urge. 
Instead, I lifted my tattered Dodgers cap, scratched my head, and made homely noises, stalling with hick gestures. I didn't know the colonel well. I was just a captain. He was fifteen years my senior, my superior officer. We didn't exactly socialize. You know, you might try as executive officer, Major Gidding. General Gidding passed away three years ago. He was the first one I found. She held back wisps of hair fluttering around her face. Two others are deceased as well, two begged off. The seven who agreed to meet weren't very forthcoming. Mostly I get lofty sentiments about valor and honor. Your mother wasn't... told anything? Other than being instructed not to open the coffin, no, not really. She was so shattered, widowed, pregnant. She just let the protocols and ceremonies carry her along. He was buried at West Point. Afterward, it got even tougher for her. A while later, I arrived. You weren't enough to keep her occupied.